Welcome to the Tavern Cast Network. We're at Michigan's premier multi-tap, Ashley's Pub in Ann Arbor, Michigan, where we're working our way through the Ultimate Beer Tour. Three guys, 130 beers, 32 styles with a few stops along the way. And this is What's on Tap. Welcome to Ashley's Pub in Ann Arbor, Michigan, for the first episode of On Tap. I'm Bryce Irwin. I'm Mike Monin. I'm Eric Watson. So who are the three of us for new listeners of this show? We are beer lovers, beer fanatics, long-term beer junkies, and uh, we're basically just doing this show to experience all of the fine things of beer and share them with you in the form of reviews and commentary and things like that. We're um, we're not we're professionals. Beer apostles. Yeah, beer. Yes, we beer are. Apostles. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, like we are definitely beer pole. Come on, I'm the beer pole. No, I'm the beer pole. No, he's the beer pole. <laughs> I have a mug. Eric is clearly <laughs> the beer pole. <laughs> How dare you? I saw you? a postcard on your you? fridge that said beer pole. That's him. He's <laughs> got a glass that says beer pole. I'm known as the beer pole. Yeah. He was anointed by the Catholic Church as beer pole. <laughs> the Catholic beer church. That's true. That's true. That's true. I don't want Catholics mad at me. So we're three There's ordinary one. guys that love beer. We are not professionals no, 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 or professional no, no, no. tasters. I'm extraordinary. And Eric, who's extraordinary. So two ordinary guys, one extraordinary beer idiot. <laughs> so just to give people a character for what kind of beer nuts we actually are and what we like, uh, let's start with Eric. Eric, if you had to pick a beer to be on a desert island all by yourself, and it was the only beer you're ever going to drink again, what would be your favorite beer, the one you would take with you through hell, fire, and damnation? What is your beer? Boy, that's a hard one. I think... Uh, I think right now I'd probably go with something like the Bell's Two-Hearted, which is a real hoppy IPA kind of beer. Uh, but see, as it gets cold, though, my taste kind of changes, and I start to like the stouts. And so I might, you know, I might go for something like a Guinness or uh, like some kind of imperial stout, that kind of thing. All right, so, Mike, what do you got? I'll I got, I got a beer that the beer pope suggested I like, which he was absolutely right on, which was the uh, Scottish or the English Old English uh, hat. Uh, Old speckled, old, speckled old speckled hen. Old speckled hen. Excuse me. Old speckled hen, which that's is a, by far one. my. That's just, excellent. I love cracking one of those. And Another good one is um, old peculiar. Old peculiar. Which right. I'm sure we'll drink in here at some point. Cool. I know it's on their menu. And if I had to pick an all-time favorite beer to take with me to Desert Island, where I couldn't drink anything else, it Let would me guess, probably. Let wine. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would probably. Scotch. No, it would, it would end up being probably Spaten Oktoberfest Märzen. That would probably be my favorite beer of all time. The most constantly drinkable, awesome beer I've I had. like the regular Spaten. I haven't not had the Spaten Spaten Märzen. Good stuff. Good stuff. Let's drink beer. Let's drink beer. Now, yeah, I, it makes my mind clear. It takes me away from here. So let's get into it. What about Ashley's? Ashley's offers up a truly epic selection of beers from around the world and across the spectrum of styles, and we're going to be working through their ultimate beer tour in, in order until we've reviewed them all. What What is this ultimate beer tour, and what did, we, what did we just find out here today? Well, Ashley's has been around for a long time. They've got a ton of beers on tap. In fact, they have, they have what they've dubbed as the ultimate beer tour, and it, they've got a card, and you go through and... You you try each one, and they've got rules associated with the card. And there's a hundred and on this on this card, there's there's uh, 94 beers, but there's 130 in the full flight. So you go through and you try each one, and you have your server sign off at the end of the night. Some of the rules are that hey, you can't 
Um, you can't try any more than four new beers per day. Uh, you can't. Yeah, no, you can't. You can't just buy all them on. Four beers a day. Um, but we're going to be just doing one. One yes, beer one per week. And we're going to come and start off at the top of the list and we're work right through. So it's, it's basically lots of styles. Uh, every every major style from across the world, or from around the world, and some specialty styles. So we should be covering sort of the full overview of what beer is. And along the way, we're probably going to learn a lot about it and tell you a lot about it and learn mm. ourselves what we like and what we don't like and be able to recommend some some pretty cool beers. And hey, along the way, we get awards because oh, each yeah. card, you get some awards. At five beers, we get a pretty happy hour. Look what so. you get at 40. <laughs> 40 what do we get at 40? Oh, you get the ping pong get ball. ping pong balls. <laughs> and you can play many games. You can play many games with them. You can play many games with them. I don't know what game they would be talking about. <laughs> Once we get the ping pong balls, maybe we'll take a break and go over uh, something play. called beer pong. I can't wait in five weeks. We get a, an ep- a appetizer. Free appetizer. <laughs> we get a free appetizer in five weeks. <laughs> so Ashley's, as uh, many people who might be joining us uh, from our parent show, Taverncast, might realize, Ashley's is the home of Taverncast. When we first started the show, uh, it was the, the origin bar of the show. We would come to Ashley's. And we're actually, for the first time in ever doing any Taverncast show, we're actually sitting in Ashley's. Recording we're here live. live in Ashley's. So this isn't a studio. The background noise you're hearing is actual pub chatter, and here we are. And there might be a fight. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> you hear shooting and us running away. That's what you hear. Speaking of Taverncast, Eric, why don't you tell people who might not be familiar with Taverncast, what is Taverncast? Where can you find it? What's what's there? The whole nine yards. Well, you can find it at uh, Taverncast.com, and I guess it is a show about geek culture, pop culture, drinking beer, paranormal stuff, humor. Guys sitting around the bar. Yeah, it's basically just people sitting around in a bar drinking and talking. Uh, kind of like this show. And where, where do you find it? <laughs> www.taverncast.com. You can also find it on iTunes under Taverncast. Yeah, and give us a call, too, with your thoughts oh, yeah. or your own take on the beer we're drinking on this show. So if we drink a beer this show and do you want to go out and buy the beer that we've gotten and try it out, give us your own review, call it in. You can call it in at 734-418-7077. Or if you're on Skype, just use the name Taverncast, call in, and leave us a message. 130 bottles of beer on the wall, 130 bottles of beer, (laughs) take one down, pass it around, 129 bottles of beer on the wall. These are not going to get easier as we go. So and this, hopefully the, the the little song we just did will sound better as we go. Yes. Well, we have to drink first for that kind of song. So what's up on tap today? So on tap today, we enter the tour with English ales and the extra special bitter style. So what is this? What is what is an English ale and a, and a bitter? So a bitter is the principal style of ale sold in Britain. It finds its origins over there. It's a very old style of beer. Its flavor comes mostly from the hops that are in it. So true to the name, it's a it's bitter, bitter beer. Um, actually, a bitter is just a style within the larger style of pale ale. And early on, the expressions bitter and pale ale were synonymous in England. So if you walked into a bar and you ordered a bitter, you're going to get a pale. And if you walked in and ordered a pale, 10 to 1, you're basically going to get a, bi- a bitter. Mm. The dudes at the bar would commonly refer to the pale ales they were drinking as bitter because of their bitter and hoppy flavor to like differentiate them from other less hop beers such as porter and mild ales that you know, tasted nothing like a pale ale. And pales. Pales often were uh, viewed, I mean, it sounded kind of foo-foo, so if yeah. you asked for a pale bitter ale, it was a, a you know, bitter's more run-of-the-mill, everyday yeah. working man type of beer. Give me a bitter. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. They were the, they were definitely the working class beer. Yeah. It doesn't rhyme. I mean, bitter bloke. <laughs> 
So the term bitter is kind of in a spectrum. In the old days, your options at the local pub were often like draft, bitter, and mild, where each beer was defined by the qualities of the other one, like left and right on a political spectrum. So mild was pale ale as well, but bitter was stronger and more heavily hopped, and so more bitter. So, you know, it would be fun to add to uh, ask for beers in this way today, like to just go to the bar and be like, I want a, I want a semi-bitter. <laughs> I want more malty. Yeah. I want your premier bitter. <laughs> Pseudo malty. Yeah. And just see what you'd get, you know? It'd be almost yeah. fun to go into a pub and ask for a beer Some in that way. you could probably do it. The two you probably could. Well, I think they just had such limited At least styles. they would recommend you. Yeah, back then you'd probably, they probably they had like five only had six. a few, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> if, you, if you know what the differentiation is or even care between extra special bitter and standard bitter, please educate us and we'll put it on a future show. We're going to be in the bitter or the extra special bitter style here for at least another three beers, I think. So. Yeah, I think so. So what are we drinking today? To dive into the style, we're going to start off by sampling and reviewing the first beer on Ashley's Ultimate Beer Tour, which is Arcadia ESB, or Extra Special Bitter, which is a local Michigan beer here brewed in Battle, Battle Creek. Creek. Oh, yeah. And Michigan's got, like, a big uh, a big thing going on lately where their breweries are just exploding. About three years ago or so, they had about 30 breweries, and now we're They're marketing ourselves as the, what is it, the great... The great beer state, beer state right? Yeah. Michigan is yeah. the great beer state. I believe it. And, I mean, and, I don't know how it compares to other states per capita or whatever, but there's a lot of microbreweries. Well, here. a lot of these, a lot of these microbreweries, these little craft shops that do this stuff, are winning national awards. I mean, this is yeah. good stuff. I mean, there's yeah. some top some, of the line. Yep, down by Warren. I mean, just in town here, there's like what three. Well, that, I, the last report I read is that 80, that's this year, 2010, in I think it was August, they were saying they had 82 craft breweries in wow. Michigan. And that's pretty high for any state, even right. in California. We need, we need another show where we go to each one. Maybe we do. <laughs> Somehow in our spare time. So Arcadia, as a brewery over in Battle Creek, they make a lot of beers. You see the Arcadia trucks rolling all over lot, the place. Yeah. So yeah. This, this will actually may be the first Arcadia beer I've ever had. Has anybody else ever had a Arcadia? I've had, yeah, I've had a lot of those. I've been to the brewery itself. Really? Yeah. In Battle cool? Creek, yeah. They've got a nice little place to eat. They've got some food. They've got you know all their standard stuff on tap, and it tastes Sweet. great. Anything yeah. really stick out to you, one way or the other? Um, I had a was it a Mackinac Stout or Mackinac Porter that I thought was great. Hmm. Good. So, as we sample through these beers, a couple just basic things. We're not going to do the frou-frou tasting that uh, many people associate with beer, but we're going to just kind of go over the basic character of the beer. Mm. So, we're going to smell it, tell you what it smells like, see if we pick out anything interesting from it. We're going to just go over the basic taste and the finish of the beer. So, how it feels going in, what's the mouthfeel, and what it feels like after you've had it in your mouth. (laughs) What it tastes like then, and sort of just discuss uh, what the character of this beer is. So, I think the easiest thing to do now... Is raise your glasses, boys. Cheers. Cheers. And we'll give Cheers. a shot to Arcadia ESB. Mm. See, smells on beers. So, so I'll divulge. I'm a, I'm a big wine fan, too. Wine snob. Wine snob. The, um, the nose on wine is easier to distinguish different smells, I think. So stronger. I think it's since it's a stronger taste and a stronger alcohol level, I think it has more of an odor to it. Yeah. So this smells kind of hoppy and kind of malty. It doesn't yeah, I'm smell. getting a nutty smell. Yeah. Yeah, but it's also very mild. I'm getting a very yeah, it's mild. It's not a real strong. That's I would sweet. almost say it, it's like sweet floral-ish. I think that's the hops, right? Probably. Yeah, hops make that. Probably. I think I'm smelling the glass. Well, and the thing is, too, is that <laughs> I, I would say that Mike. what I'm smelling is beer. Oh, it's and that, that's how it's, it, it, it smells like variety. beer. You yeah. know? It smells hoppier than like a regular like Bud Light kind of thing. So. Well, let's give it a taste. All right. So actually, it, to me, it kind of goes down like a... It's it's more almost like a Boddington's kind of 
kind of body to it. Really? Maybe uh, not as creamy. Quite a lot smoother, yeah. I get yeah. the creamy. It's more, more carbonated than that, or, or Guinness. But and I'm getting the hops. Too. Yeah, I'm getting the hops, but you can taste them all too. It's not just like an IPA. It's real. I expected it sweeter. I don't know. Yeah, I, did, I, did I too. expected I it a little sweeter. Yeah. You know, the 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 aftertaste though, the finish of it is very bitter. It kind of sneaks up on you. Like I get it on the end where it's kind of it just bites your tongue a little bit. It's drinkable, definitely. Eric, what are the what does Ashley's have as the tasting notes for this? Medium body and easy drinking. Well balanced flavors of caramel, toffee, and toasted malt. Just the right amount of bitterness. Brewed with Maris Otter Malt, a high quality two row malt used for real style beers, and lends a rich, full flavor brook brew. So the danger in reading these tasting notes on on anything, on any drink that you try, whether it be beer, wine, uh, spirits, is that you can be influenced by what other people say. So if some people says it's got a caramel toffee texture or flavor to it, you might actually pick out the caramel toffee in it when otherwise you might not. So now that you've read that, I'm not sure that I picked that out. And although it is kind of sweet. Yeah, there's a little bit of sweet malty taste, which maybe it's the toffee yeah. that you're talking about. I can see that. You taste that kind of, then afterwards you taste the bitter. Right. Like as soon as it hits your palate, yeah. you get the sweet, a little bit of sweetness there. I can see them calling it that. I think it's almost got kind of a metallic tinge to it. There's like a little bit of a... Might like, be the bitter. You know, like when you get like aluminum foil in your yeah. mouth and you eat aluminum foil? You, you guys ever do that when you were a kid? Um, you like no. chew on aluminum Actually, foil every, and it sends shocks meal. down your... It's good for I was you. too busy putting on my head. <laughs> <laughs> I was putting on my junk. Yeah, no, I don't know. It's uh, it's pretty good. It's, it's interesting. So let's give this beer a, a rating. So our basic rating we're going to do is uh, one through five stars. So five stars being a classic, awesome beer. One star being uh, just a horrendous experience. Where would you guys place this beer? And, you know, it'd be interesting to know, actually, when we're all done, to see how this rates well, within maybe, the well, ESB style. Before we do that, style. we should also talk a little bit about what our preferences are. Like, So I know you don't like hoppy beers as much. I'm not, no, I'm, I'm not from the... You prefer the malty, like the Martzen kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, malty, Martzen, like I prefer hoppy beers. You, you like the hoppy. Oh, I love hoppy. Okay. You know, though, honestly, really hoppy for a really beer that's ty- or is named a bitter, yeah. I don't think this is very bitter. Well, I think it's cut a lot with the malt. Yeah, it's yeah. far more malty than I would expect, yeah. and it's got it's got that bitter bite on the end, but it's 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 a pleasing bitter. It's not like a IPA, which is an India Pale Ale, which is super super hoppy. It's like a uh, tickle your balls, <laughs> not, not, a, not a, like shove it up. Not wait, full out. <laughs> wait, wait, what? Wait, what? Wait, what? Wait, what? I'm sorry, I what? saw this motion. <laughs> Inside so, joke. That's your the first balls. thing that Mike. So let's just go mind. around the table. Everybody, give your impression of it and give you a rating. Go ahead, Mike. I think I would put this as a solid three uh, out of five. I don't think it stands out enough in my mind versus other things that I've drank to make it a five or a four. I don't think it's bad, so I'm not going to give it a one or a two. So I'm going to give it a solid three. Good. Yeah, I'm kind of, I think I'd I'd agree with you. I think I'd go three, three and a half, kind of middle of the road. Good drinking, easy to drink, Um, certainly tasty. Yeah, I'm going to give Arcadia ESB a three as well, and I think I'm going to do that based on the fact that I don't want to say that it's middle of the road. I think I think I'm going to give it a generous three because it's drinkable. This is the kind of beer you can kind of go to the pub and sit back and have three or four of these guys while you're eating peanuts, watching a game, and you're just fine. This is a yeah. really solid 
drinkable, uh, easy downing beer that's not too complex, not too overhop, but it, it's just kind of a fun beer to drink. It kind of looks I like, like it. it depends on what you're looking for. I mean, it doesn't have like a really strong hoppy taste or malty taste when or like a smoke taste. Yeah, Whereas right. Those beers have, stand out more just because they have a really strong taste, but sometimes you don't want that. It would be interesting. I bet if it were hoppier, I'd give it a two, and you'd give it a four. I might, <laughs> If it were yeah. maltier, we'd probably give it a we four. Do, we go yeah. <laughs> find out in future weeks. Right. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I, I bet you this beer, though, too, just based on the, its drinkability and whatnot, would go good with, like, greasy food, like burgers and french fries. And yeah, it's definitely drinkable. And definitely, as I we're in we a fall, I mean, it's September now, and it's, it's you know, getting cool. It's beer time. And this, is, this is a good beer for that. So every show we're going to try to hit you guys with a little roundtable beer topic that we talk about or some kind of pub topic or, you know, seasonal topic related to beer, drinking, spirits, wines, whatever bars. we come up with, bars. So um, to start this show off, we thought just to let you guys get a little bit more info on us and what we're all about and what our experiences have been, we thought we'd hit you with the topic, what was your earliest beer experience, your first time trying a beer uh, and what, if you remember what it was, what was it? And did you even like beer in the beginning? What is your earliest experience? Why don't we, uh, let me start out with Mike. So, my, I mean, aside from, oh, I'm sipping a beer that my dad's got or something like that, it was, it was really one, once I um, graduated high school. We went to a few high school graduation parties, and, of course, there's the state Mike, that's underage drinking. That's Shush. illegal. <laughs> I didn't say it was good. Not statute. Italy is gone. The statute is, is beyond limitation. In Italy, it's legal. Yeah, is Europe it? it's legal. <laughs> yeah, in Canada. <laughs> but but you know you go to these these graduation parties and I was on I was in Jackson and so of course the beer of choice in, around Jackson seems to be Bush and you know Keystone and stuff like that. Pretty pretty cheap beer. So yeah, you it was know what? Uh, innocuous. That's you know? a case for everybody though. Like the the typical American beer drinker. Is not drinking anything that we're drinking here. Bud Light. They're drinking whatever they get at the supermarket. Yeah. Bud Light, Miller. That's Bush, fair. That's fair. You know, and, not and to they, knock Jackson, not to knock. Yeah, but, but but they might try something else that's in the supermarket. Like they might go as far as trying a Sam Adams, for yes. example, and some weird variety like cherry weed or right. something. Might, Ooh, cherry weed! I'll try that. <laughs> yeah. But most guys won't even try that. They won't even depart from like the typical American. Well, it was. What was interesting is when I got to college at U of M, I, uh, at Michigan and Ann Arbor, I, um, they had a number of stores around that had very, you know, esoteric beers in a wide variety. You know, Village Corner down on Southview and, you know, right down on campus as well as uh, some, of the other, some of the other stores around there. Um, and Strickland's up on Observatory. They had a very wide range of beers. And so trying, like, the Scottish Ales and the, the sweeter porters and... You know things like that that you normally don't see at Kroger. It was pretty eye-opening, and and I got hooked on that stuff for a while. You know, just trying the darker, more esoteric, interesting stuff. Did you like beer when you first had it? When you first had it, did you? It was like a it? means to an end. To be honest with you, it was a means <laughs> to an end. You, like, you know, you go to the, you go to the parties and people are drinking, and having a good time, and it's brand new, and you're buzzed, and you know, it was a means to an end. I'm actually curious to hear Eric's position on this because Eric came into actually an appreciation of beer later Very on late. down the road. Yeah. 
I didn't so drink for t- a long, tell us your story. Time, right? So I probably tried it. I know I tried it as a kid. You know, everyone tries it. Their dad has them tried or whatever. I didn't like it. Uh, in college, see, I, I didn't go to school here in Ann Arbor, and where I went to school, it was a dry cam- uh, dry town. Not necessarily really? a dry campus. Really? So the amount of beer choices you had was very, very limited. Ex- so explain what a dry town is for anybody that might they not They do not understand. sell alcohol. And why? I don't know why. They so, just don't. Like so all, the, beer, all the beers that you got were basically warm because they were being carried under somebody's shirt. Yeah, basically. It was like 24 <laughs> packs of Bud Light or whatever. You know, you'd have to drive 15 minutes. To a lot of fat time. people. Yeah. <laughs> I, drove, I drove to Kentucky and got me a 24-twack of Schlitz. <laughs> yeah, so so I know my first beer in college when you are like trying this stuff was like Bud Light or something like that. And, like, and I tried it and I didn't like it. And so I was just like, I'm not going to bother with this. And so I didn't until uh, you went right to the hard stuff, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, I just I didn't. I decided I wasn't particularly interested in getting drunk per se, and I didn't. Uh, you know, I didn't like the taste of beer, and so I never tried anything else. I know I didn't like wine either, but that's a different show. Until I started, you know, I got older, and then Bryce kept harping on me to try some other stuff. And I think the first one I tried in depth was Mackeson Milk Stout, and I liked it. So then I started trying other stuff like Guinness and dark. So I started with dark beers, which is kind of ironic. It's funny because Maxson's not really even one of my favorite beers now, but that's what I ended up drinking at first. From there, I just I branched into every kind of beer you can imagine. So. You know, and it's not surprising though that you would get into beers with something darker like Maxson. In fact, the reason that I hit you with that was, and I'll tell you more about this in a second. But my first beer, as far as I know, the first beer of any consequence was Maxson. The first beer that I sought out and went back and found another beer was Maxson Triple Stout. And that's which, unfortunately, is not even made anymore. They've stopped distributing it in the United States. Now it may actually be made in Ireland, but it's not here anymore in America. You can't get it anywhere. They stopped distributing it a couple of years ago, which is a damn it's shame. But the reason I hit you with that is because you like coffee, yeah. and because I knew you liked coffee and chocolate, I'm like, well, this beer is a lot like coffee and chocolate, so I'll try. I'll try that out. So, sure. so did you end up liking beer almost right off the bat, or was it still harsh for you in the beginning? I remember it being a different taste, one that I wasn't used to. I don't. I mean, I don't remember think, thinking it tasted a lot like coffee. There were some overtones to it. Um, I remember, like for example, with Guinness. I remember drinking and thinking, "Oh my god, this is so bitter!" And now it's you know now I can drink Guinness like it's water. I don't even notice it. <laughs> Eric finishes a jog and grabs yeah, a bunch exactly. of Guinness. <laughs> so when I start first started my whole beer journey, I went to college like so many people, and uh, surprisingly though, my roommates at the time were all experienced beer drinkers or had had other styles of beers. So I didn't get hit right off the bat with the typical like light Pilsners, Budweiser's, Miller's, things like that. I got, there's a spot. There's a place for light Pilsners. No, no, no. I, well, that, that, that's a completely different show. <laughs> yeah, it's, that you know, show. But, it's a different um, topic. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, I, I, like I said, Maccus and Triple Stout was one of the first beers that I ever had and really got me into that. But, you know, there was a, the share of Rolling Rock and Bud Ice. I remember a whole time when I drank <laughs> Bud, Bud Ice, Ice like it was going out of style. Wow. I haven't had a Bud Ice in years. I'd I actually be, ever had a Bud I'd Ice. be curious to try it now. That's for like, tubing down the river. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I think uh, I think in the beginning, I'm not sure that I thought beer was all that good. I thought beer was, you know, I mean, if I was going to compare it with something like, uh, you know, and forgive me, iced tea or... <laughs> pop, which is soda uh, for, you know, Coca-Cola and stuff like that, I'd be like, I don't want to drink this. I'd rather just have, like, a chocolate milk milkshake or Coke or, you know, whatever, yeah. right? 
But I think after and a while... Then hit puberty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think the complexity of it hit me over time, and I'm like, wow, this is actually really a complex flavor that, that comes out of beer. Uh, so, yeah. So I'm curious, what would you guys recommend? So if you had somebody that was like a, you know, just just flipped over 21, or if they're in Europe and they just got to the point where they're ready to try their first beer, what would you recommend as like a great starter beer? Something quality that kind of gets them into it, and then where do you suggest they go after the starter beer? So if you're planning out a plan for somebody to like get into beer, what do you suggest for them to do? Well, I think, um, well, I think there's two things to do I would it right. Say. First of all, I would say you should. You have to know what their tastes are. Like so, like with me, you knew that I like, uh, you know, black coffee and that kind of thing. And so, a stout was a good choice. I think the other thing I would say is don't pick one beer. Go to a place that does uh, sampler. And even if you end up drinking most of the beer, you know, let them try a bunch because you never know what's going to hit people in terms of what they like. And uh, I think a place like Ashley's that has beer flights, or a place like ABC here in town that has. Um, Harbor Brewing Company that has a, a, a large sampler of like 12 different little, you know, small glasses of 12 different beers. Gives them a pretty wide range of stuff to try in one sitting. I like I like that. I would bring them to Ashley's. That, yeah. that seems yeah. to make sense. Uh, try to try a, a, a lot of different kinds of beers, a lot of samplers. If Ashley's wasn't around and we had to go somewhere else or just yeah. pick something, I would start as plain as possible and then move them up the taste chart because that's how they would see... Um, you know, things get interesting. I mean, yeah. I, I, we were, I was jokingly saying, hey, I started with Bush Light. I mean, not jokingly, that is what happened. But, but I started with Bush Light, and Milwaukee's best and stuff, and moved up to, you know, McEwen, McEwen's uh, um, Scottish Ales or and, uh, you know, the, the, the beautiful beers that we've got in front of us here. Colt 45. And, yeah, Colt 45, the mint Colt 45. <laughs> Don't forget that bad frog. I had some of that. Um, you know, I would, I would, I would move them up in terms of taste, and eventually they're going to find the, the sweet spot that they really like. You know, I think as a, I have a very specific beer that I think is my go-to beer for people who have never had beer and may like something like, uh, you know, pop, soda, or uh, your wine if they like anything that's sweet. <laughs> you okay, I hit them with a lambic, mm. usually like Frambois Creek. Lambic from Belgium, the raspberry flavored uh, yeah. lambic, yeah. Uh, because it's it's um, it's almost all fruit juice more than it is beer. It's it's a really interesting style of beer, and I think oh, yeah. that people who will be like, you know, I don't want a beer because beer is going to be like Budweiser. It sucks. It's bitter. They have a lambic, and they're like, oh my god, it's totally different. Yeah. This is or the Frambois. Different. Yeah, the Frambois. Yeah, that yeah. Was, that's another one. Well, you know, that's you, one of the other about. thing you could yeah. do Frambois is um, go yeah. down the shandy kind of route and like mix beer with something yeah. else, like Bodding. And lemonade, and the I, Yeah, I don't know how I feel about just that. Just to kind though. of ease them into it. It's like a purist thing, though. Do you mix? Yeah. Do you mix beer with somebody who doesn't hey, know whatever beer? Whatever you gotta do to get them on the beer. <laughs> I still like, say go with the same. Welcome beer. to Untap. Are you shilling for a job at Budweiser? <laughs> welcome to Untap, where we're trying to hook you into beer like heroin. <laughs> One more hit. That nice. is the beer topic of the week. Cool. So if you like what we said or you don't like what you said or you just want to get on the show, give us a call at 
418-7077, or you can use the Skype username Taverncast and uh, give us a call. Hey, go out there and try to find a bitter and try it yourself and let us know what brand it is and what you think of it. That'll be interesting. And come oh, yeah. back next time for the 129th beer coming off the wall. Which is the extra special bitter style still, and it's Rogue Brewery's... Brutal Bitter. Brutal Bitter. <laughs> nice. This sounds good. <laughs> On Tap, a Tavern Cast podcast brought to you by Snapdragon.